All right, guys, welcome back to the Cockles Trader Podcast. In this episode today, I wanted to continue on with our conversation on why most traders end up failing. I think it's something that's incredibly important to understand because if we can understand why most traders actually end up failing, we can learn to avoid those same mistakes and that we can actually maximize our chances of success ourselves. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, in the previous episode, I ended up breaking down why most traders end up failing. And I told you why the fact that most traders fail is actually a good thing and why it's actually going to make you more likely to succeed. Now, if you haven't checked out that episode yet, go ahead, check it out. You can come back to this podcast episode because what we're going to talk about is going to be connected directly to what we discussed in that previous episode. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be following up the reasons why most traders fail with some of the advice and techniques that I wish someone had given me on how to create the discipline I needed to achieve consistent profitability. And for those of you who don't know who I am by now, my name is Otavio Pilo, and I've been trading for a little over five years now, with the first three of those five years not being that great. It took me three years to hit profitability. And, you know, since actually becoming profitable in the last two years and change of trading, I've gone from growing multiple small trading accounts past six figures with the most recent going from $3,000 to over $140,000 in just 20 days of trading. Now, I'm also the founder of Conquest Trader, a trading education company slash coaching company. And I make these episodes and videos on YouTube because the majority of traders out there, they end up failing and they end up quitting. And I honestly just don't want you to end up being one of them. I don't want you to become another statistic. And so again, in the previous episode, we left things off on how traders basically should be thinking critically and not emotionally with their problems. Most traders fail, in my opinion, because they allow negative events and losses to affect them personally. They allow things like these negative events and the negativity to break their confidence in themselves. And as a result, they begin to question their own abilities as a trader, despite probably being a good trader. Oftentimes, they'll begin to question the strategies that they might have learned already, you know, strategies that have already proven themselves to work, right? They have given them results, they have given them money, or they have given someone else money. And they start to question those things that have already have that already have evidence that works. And in turn, they'll begin to question their careers as traders. And instead of solving actual problems in a critical and constructive manner, you know, traders who fail, they'll allow their emotions to guide their future decisions. And this mentality is inevitably going to lead to just further losses and eventually a complete lack of belief in themselves and honestly, their dreams. But I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to have to go through the exact same struggles I did. Remember, it took me three years to figure this stuff out. And if I can help you skip through that time period so that you could achieve profitability faster than I did, I feel like I've done a pretty good job with the stuff that I'm trying to put out. Now, the question remains, how do we go about becoming critical and non-emotional traders? And for me, what's made a massive difference is approaching trading from a mathematical perspective. Because if we can break down the simple math behind trading, I think that we can quickly realize that behind all the smoke and mirrors, behind all the all the facade of Wall Street and social media, that trading is fundamentally a game of probability. But although it's a game of probability, I want to be clear here that it's not a game of chance like gambling. See, in gambling, you have very little control of your odds and success. In trading, however, you're the one who dictates the odds. In gambling, once you place a bet, you're in. That's it. There's rarely going to be an opportunity for you to pull out of that bet. But when it comes to trading, you are always in control 
of when you can actually get out. You can always choose to get out before things become too bad. You're the one who's in control of when you enter a trade, when you exit a trade. And because of this, you're the one who's actually in command of how big your losses are going to be and how big your winners are going to be. It's all up to you. And so the true distinguisher between trading and gambling is that this is going to allow us to properly manage the inherent risks that come in the market, having that level of control. To be a consistently profitable trader, to be a professional trader, you simply just can't rely on luck because at the end of the day, luck eventually runs out. A gambler might rely on luck and they might get lucky once or twice, but eventually those profits that they make, they're going to disappear. At the end of the day, when it comes to trading, you can only rely on yourself and your skills to generate money. And this is something that a lot of people don't understand when it comes to trading. If you can show me someone that has been able to consistently generate profits week after week for two years in a row and have it be solely based on a flip of a coin, I'll quit trading tomorrow. But I'll tell you that that will never happen because when it comes to trading versus gambling, especially in gambling, luck is rarely going to be on your side. Because remember that when it comes to gambling, oftentimes you're going to be gambling in places like casinos and those places are there to make money. And if gambling truly is games of chance that you don't have any control over the outcome, then that means that those places like casinos and stuff like that, they have to set up these games in their best interest, meaning that the odds are going to be in their favor. In gambling, you're always playing against the house. The odds are going to be stacked against you the majority of the time. And, you know, over time, that's going to be essentially equivalent to net zero. They're going to take it all. But when it comes to trading, it's not like gambling. In gambling, you know, even with stuff like blackjack or poker, yeah, with enough skill and effort, you can improve your odds. But you're never actually going to beat the odds because there's still that element of chance in there. That's uncontrollable. But when it comes to trading, you can improve your skills and you can improve them so much that over time you actually shift the odds in your favor. And with enough skill and enough time given in applying that skill, you actually become the house. You're the one who becomes the person who dictates the odds. And as a trader, there are fundamentally only two things that you're going to have to learn to do in order to be able to do that. You know, there's all these things that I talk about from stock selection to strategies, to risk management, to trading psychology. But fundamentally, if you really boil it down, there's only two things you have to learn to do in order to become a profitable trader. Because you can have the best strategies in the world. You can trade the best stocks, you can have the best tools. But it's these two things that hinge on your success above all else. You're going to have to master how to minimize your losses. And you're going to have to master how to maximize your winners. Now, that sounds pretty obvious, right? Like, no shit. You know, I don't want to take massive losses and I want to have massive winners. 
But you would be surprised at how many traders fail at this fundamental thing. And I'm honestly even willing to bet money that the majority of you listening to this right now who are aspiring traders that are failing are failing because you fail to do this, because you let your emotions get in the way. And again, I've been able to get over these issues because I look at trading from an unemotional perspective. And I use basic math to determine how I can approach trading in a way that's going to not only increase my chances of success in a financial perspective, but I approach trading in a way using that math that's going to alleviate a lot of those emotions that might be holding me back from success. Right, so I basically use the math behind my strategies to generate more conviction so that I have a better chance of becoming successful because I'm no longer making my decisions off of emotions. That conviction eliminates the, the emotional side of things. But let's 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 think about a bit of an example here of how we can actually use math in our approach to trading to remove those emotional biases. Now, for me, the first thing that I ended up doing that really helped was that I decided that I needed to figure out a way on how I could be a profitable trader while simultaneously sucking at picking profitable trades. And that sounds a little counterintuitive right there. But if you think about it, if we can learn to be precise with our entries so that we're risking the least amount possible for a single trade, and that we can learn to let our winners run and continue to just grow, and we're not selling and taking profit out of fear, and that we're in conjunction with minimizing our losses, we're simultaneously maximizing our profits for each trade. If we can do that, we can then begin to calculate just how accurate we need to be with our trades to become profitable. Right. And so if we can learn to properly minimize our losses and maximize our winners on a consistent basis, surprisingly, we don't need to be very good at picking profitable trades, aka our accuracy rate doesn't need to be that high in order for us to become profitable traders. For example, If I decide that I'm going to take trades with a one to four risk to reward ratio, meaning that in order for me to even consider taking a trade, I have to see potential for the trade to give me at least four times as much in profit as what I'm risking, right? So if I'm risking a hundred bucks, I have to make at least 400 bucks in return. If I'm risking a thousand, I have to make at least 4,000 in return, right? So I have to see the potential for that before I even consider taking that trade. If we only stick to trades with that minimum level requirement, then mathematically, we only have to be accurate more than 20% of the time to be a profitable trader. If you think about it, let's say, let's say I take 10 trades, right? And out of those 10 trades, every single trade has a one to four risk reward ratio. And if I'm risking $100 for each trade, my potential profit is $400. Even if I'm only profitable three out of 10 trades, right? 30% of the time, I'll still have made $400 that day. And $400 a day in trading is equivalent to a six-figure income. It's $100,000 per year. And, you know, that's just the beginning. That's only risking $100. And that's only with being profitable three out of 10 trades. 
what happens when through more practice and experience, you start to become better and better at picking profitable trades? What happens when your accuracy rate shoots up from, let's say, 33% to over 86% like it did for me? What happens when, on average, for every trade you take, you have an 86% chance of turning $1 into $4? An 86% chance of turning $100 into $400 or $1,000 into $4,000, right? It becomes a pretty great money printing machine. Think about it. You're, you, you essentially become a machine where you're able to pick out trades where for every dollar you put in, the likelihood that you're going to make $4 in return is 86%. An 86% chance of quadrupling your money. If we can use math to better understand how to manipulate the odds of trading and probability in our favor, so that it's easier for us to be successful and profitable, all of a sudden you become far more confident in the strategies that you've built. And that means that you have the conviction to actually stick with them and you're no longer using your emotions when it comes to trading. I knew that at the very least, I could be accurate 33% of the time. And at the bare minimum, that would be enough for me to achieve consistent profitability. The only thing I had to do to make sure I was picking, the only thing that I, I had to do to make sure that I would become profitable was to be able to pick trades that had a low risk entry and the potential for a high reward. And oftentimes it's just a matter of patience and waiting for the right entries. And we kind of already talked about in the past too, where, you know, you're using these tools like the level two and the tape to be as precise as possible, to get the best entry and exits possible. I think the majority of new traders often fail in that they don't maximize the difference between their profits and their losses. A lot of new traders, they lack the conviction in their strategies to follow their profitable trades through and through. More often than not, I think that they'll end up letting their losses run far larger than what their risk management rules allow. And they'll end up cutting their winning trades way too early out of fear that they're going to lose any small amount of profit. So, and so they end up doing the exact opposite, right? If you let your emotions run and control your decisions, you end up letting your losses get too big out of fear of, you know, closing the position and making it real. And you cut your winners too early because you're afraid you're going to lose whatever little profit that you made. But logically, that's not what you should do. You should do the exact opposite. And if you are someone who ends up letting your losses get too big and cutting your winners too early. This is going to lead to an imbalance between your average losses and your average winners. And it's going to make it nearly mathematically impossible for you to be profitable in the long run. It's gonna make it so difficult and psychologically it's gonna become very difficult as well. But if you can understand the fundamental logic behind your strategies, if you can look at the math behind that, you'll have a far higher level of conviction in your ability to make money, and you'll therefore be far more likely to actually stick to your strategies and your rules. Now, another shift in my mentality towards trading that's helped me become more disciplined and therefore successful is not using profits as a metric of my success as a trader. Again, 
don't use profits as a, a, as a metric of success as a trader. This might sound counterintuitive, but here's why you actually shouldn't use profits as your sole metric. The problem with chasing profits as your primary metric of success is that it's going to give you a reason to start taking bad trades just so you have a chance of hitting arbitrary profit targets, right? If you come into trading, you're like, I want to make $10,000 a day. That's an arbitrary profit target. The market might not want to give you that, um, that level of profit that day, right? The market's going to shift every single day and you have to accept what it's going to give you. Some days it's going to give you 10,000. Other days, it might give you 1,200. Other days, it might give you 30,000. You can't force trades based on arbitrary profit targets. That's a recipe for losses. Instead of actually using profits as you know your sole metric of success, instead, focus on developing the needed skills to properly trade. Because at the end of the day, it's the skills that are going to lead you to the profits that you want anyways. If you can aim to improve your skills, your profits will follow. The goal of a successful trader should not be the profits. Because profits are just going to be a byproduct of good trading. And so therefore, the goal of a successful trader should be to focus on being good at trading. It should be focused on executing on a trade as precisely as possible as consistently as possible to follow your rules because mathematically if you follow the rules then over a long enough period of time you're going to make money now this is often much easier said than done because the majority of us are going to be constantly reminded of how much we're making or losing in terms of profits and losses and we're going to be reminded by this from our software right it's right there in front of us on the screen our profits and losses window on trading software is going to serve as a constant reminder of how much we're making, how much we're losing. But one strategy that I learned through my time with professional trading teams is that although it might sound trivial, if you simply hide your profit and loss window in your trading software while you're trading, it's going to make it 10 times easier for you to actually be able to focus on the trade itself and not worry about how much you're making, how much you're losing. It's going to help you remove the emotional side of things. And again, you know, just hiding a window, it might sound trivial, but it, it, but it's something that emphasizes one of the most important characteristics that separates the 10% of traders who are successful from the rest of the traders, right? And it really separates the 1% of ultra successful traders from the rest of the entire population. Successful traders are those who trade for skill and not for money. Traders who trade for skill have no interest in seeing how much money they've profited on the day or how much they have lost. It doesn't matter. Instead, successful traders are hell-bent on executing each trade to as close to perfection as their plan dictates. Their goal is to trade with precise entries, profits, targets, and stop losses without deviating from their strategy and their plan. We trade this way because we know that if we stick to the plan, if we stick to our strategies that are logically sound and based on simple math, then over a long enough period of time, they're virtually going to guarantee us that we're going to make the money that we want. 
right? If if a strategy that I use has an 80% accuracy rate and I'm, you know, risking four to one, meaning that for every dollar I'm risking making $4 in return, over 100 trades, you know, if I take, if I take a $250 risk for each trade, then out of 100 trades, I'm going to be profitable on 80% of them, meaning that I'm going to be making about $80,000 over 100 trades, minus the 20 trades where I did end up losing, you know, $250 per each trade. And so really, it's going to be 80000 minus 5000 So, you know, although I, you know, it's not a perfect strategy because there is no such thing as a perfect strategy that where you're not going to take losses, an 80% accuracy rate over 100 trades is still going to leave me with $75,000 in profits, all from just risking $250 for each trade. But people don't want to stick with their strategies because they get emotional and they get fearful. And that's why it's important for you to not focus on the profits and losses on the immediate future and focus on the big picture. Now, another perspective shift that's helped me create more discipline in trading is the realization that if your environment does not require discipline, you have to create a temporary environment that actually does require discipline. And one of my favorite ways to induce, to artificially induce a temporary environment that requires discipline is by simply sticking to a consistent workout plan. A lot of successful traders that I know personally have pretty strict exercise plans that they do not skip, they don't sacrifice for. And it places them in uncomfortable situations whether they're running, whether they're lifting heavy weights, whether they're doing something else, it places them in these situations that makes them feel similar experiences that are going to better prepare them for the trials they're going to be facing while trading. Because again, exercise triggers similar emotions that you're going to be feeling. For example, I like to rock climb because personally, I find that the fear of falling in rock climbing is very similar to the fear of losing on a trade. In both climbing and trading, the goal isn't to you know block out the fear, but it's to notice it and to acknowledge it, but at the same time, not allow it to control your actions. I think understanding how to actually practice discipline in a way that will carry over into your trading performance is a critical thing that you are going to have to understand how to do if you want to be successful in trading. If you want to achieve what trading can actually give you, that financial freedom and, you know, the the time you're looking for. Now, one thing that I often forget is that discipline is like a muscle in that the more you use it, the stronger it'll be. And the less you use it, the weaker it's going to become. You know, even after years of trading, I'll still find moments where I have to fight against my rational fears. And there will be times when, you know, I'll... I'll be going through an emotional period in my life, like a breakup or a loss. And it's going to be in those times, particularly when I'm going to have to be extra vigilant in not allowing my emotions to get the better of me while trading, right? Now, one helpful technique that I think has helped me quite a bit 
to become more aware of my emotions while trading is to actually write down how I'm feeling during the trading session itself. This is going to give you the ability to go back into your notes and compare what was going on in your trade that made you feel the way you did. What was what were the visual triggers that led to the way you were feeling? I think practicing emotional awareness through things like mindfulness meditation and journaling, those things are going to help you catch those self-destructive emotions. It's going to help you become more aware in the moment so that when those self-destructive emotions show up while you're trading, you can actually stop them. You can catch them before they have a chance to affect your decision-making. And recently, I've taken my journaling to a whole other level, and I've begun actually live trading and recording myself with a microphone. And I'll just, you know, I'll speak into the microphone, you know, how I'm feeling, all that stuff while I'm trading. And this is even better than actually writing because it still allows me to remain focused on the trades that I'm in without having to basically like look down and write on a piece of paper for a couple seconds and look back up. And, you know, it gives me a lot more confidence that I'm not rushing things and I can be fully transparent with what I'm trying to feel and say, what what I'm trying to convey in terms of my feeling in the moment. And I can look back on that video later on. It's perfectly precise to the moment of me describing how I'm feeling versus what's happening in the trade. And it it allows me to be more descriptive and just gives me better data, to be honest. But I think with all these tools and techniques that I've talked about in this episode, you still have to remember that without discipline and the conviction to execute on your trades with precision, none of this matters. I could give you the best strategies. I can give you the most advanced technology to use, but those things are useless without your ability to use them effectively and consistently. I think at the core of it all, the fundamental difference between traders who succeed and traders who fail is going to be their behavior. But by thinking critically and relying on things like basic math to have a greater level of confidence and conviction in our strategies, we can actually begin to let go of those emotions that are not conducive to our goals as traders. I think that's something that a lot of people are not aware of. A lot of people have very low emotional intelligence. And that's something that's needed to become a profitable trader. You have to be able to manage your emotions so you can actually stick to the strategies and be logical and do what needs to be done. Humans are not robots. Unfortunately, you know, emotions are great and everything, but they're, by human nature, we're not geared towards trading completely unbiased. You know, we have things like fight or flight responses. We have all these things that are designed to protect us, but they are oftentimes stuff that can get in the way of our goals of trading. And so we have to learn techniques and strategies to actually minimize their effect that they have so that we can actually do what needs to be done. And if you are someone who is looking to unlock financial freedom through day trading but isn't quite sure where to start, I actually made a step-by-step guide. And you can feel free to DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is conquest underscore trader. You'll see my face. It's a nice purple background. Feel free to reach out and I'll send you that step-by-step guide. I made that guide specifically on 
what you need to do, the specific steps you need to take to become a consistently top 1% trader. It's the things that I wish someone had told me before I started trading. And it would have made my path so much easier and so much more straightforward. And so feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, reach out. But with that said, I just want to thank you guys for sticking around until this point. You know, I know that these episodes can get relatively long. And if you liked it, all I ask in return is follow, share it with someone you think could really benefit from it. Because again, the majority of traders out there, they end up failing. And I don't want you or the people you care about to end up as just another as another statistic. Like it's, it doesn't have to be that way. I try to make this content and these videos and all these resources for you guys so that you don't have to fall to the same patterns that everyone else falls. Because once you understand it, once you understand what you actually have to do, you have trajectory and you can actually start doing the work needed and it's not as hard as you think it is. Trading is far simpler than what people make it out to be. And my goal is to remove that ambiguousness, that the, the smoke and mirrors, so that you guys can better understand just how straightforward it really is. But with that said, guys, thank you again for the support. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.